You're listening to Serious Business with Andy Audate. Serious talk on business, marketing, and finance to win in this new economy. In this podcast, every single day, Andy Audate reveals cutting-edge strategies, technologies, techniques, and solutions to exponentially grow your business in the new economy. Today, I have a special guest, the founder of Jersey Champs. He has over a million followers on Instagram, shooting up the world by storm, and little do you know, this dude is a young buck just like myself. Today, I have my main man, Sean Michael Kelly. Sean, how you feeling today, man? I'm great. Thankful to be here, and I'm excited to um, talk to you and get everyone pumped to learn some new stuff today. Yeah, dude. You know, I'm excited to have you be a part of the be a part of the progression family and part of the progression community. And for to have you, I'm excited to have you on the Progression Conference National Tour. Super excited. Now let's let's bring it back to what is Sean Michael Kelly really known for nowadays? Yeah, so I'm known as the guy that makes custom sports jerseys, and I was able to start a jersey company about four years ago. And I was able to uh, get a personal brand out of that. Basically, two or three years in, I started really tackling my personal brand by speaking at conferences and podcasts like this. Uh, all thanks to Gary Vee. He really taught me the power of a personal brand. And it's come back tenfold because the personal brand has opened some doors for me. And in your, in your perspective, what is a personal brand? Uh, personal is br- a brand is where you have some sort of platform to provide value to people. So you're an expert in some certain field and you can help other people out and um, find a way to monetize just your personal brand through speaking, through other means. And um, yeah, use that to leverage and work your way up. Okay, amazing, amazing. And how has the personal brand supported you in your business? Oh, it's been amazing because now I, I'm speaking at so many conferences and any, every time I always meet someone there that can help my business in some aspect that I'm struggling in, whether it's email marketing or some sort of new social media platform coming up like TikTok. Uh, there's always people on top of stuff at these events and I just focus on what I'm good at and then outsource everything else to professionals. So talk to us about Jersey Champs and how that started. Yeah, so that started uh, four years ago. I was a student at Rutgers University, which is a university in New Jersey where I'm from, and um, just really wanted to combine the Jersey world and the hip-hop world because there's so much alignment there with the fan and the audience base for both of those, and uh, figured out a way to do that through providing rapper um, album artwork and rap jerseys on sports, like mainly basketball jerseys. Mm-hmm. And, and so what was the experience? Like, what was the actual day? What, what were you doing the actual day where you were like, oh, shit, you know what? <laughs> let, me, let me create this, man. Yeah, so I was just in my dorm room, and I paid this kid 250 bucks, which was, like, a lot of money for me back then. And I said, yo, can you make a design, like, for Drake, for, like, a sick Toronto jersey, basically, for his album Views from the Six? And that's what we did. And then we hit up some Instagram, big Instagram pages to post it for us. We paid him, uh, gave him jerseys and stuff, and then just went from there. So it originally started by you creating a jersey for Drake? Yeah, so it was a Views. It had Toronto on the front, and the name was Views, and the number was six. And that was our first design ever. And then how did it turn into a – now it's a running, you're running a multimillion-dollar company now, mm-hmm. or, or valued at that. How did you go from creating that, this one jersey to now running a multi-million dollar company? 
Yes, we realized the the power of trends and we got to stay on top of them. And we've been fortunate enough to release a lot of jerseys that have produced uh, six figures in gross sales. And um, usually every couple months, we'll have like a really big jersey that can do like a million dollars. So we just stay on top of trends. And you never know. It's hard to plan this market because you never know what's going to trend. So we just got to be on top of it and then release a jersey as soon as that trend hits. And it's partially luck, partially really good marketing. Um, there's a lot of variables, but um, social media marketing has been probably the main source of revenue for us. Gotcha. And then when you look at the trends, so let's talk about the trends. Are you eyeing a trend prior to it happening or are you catching the trend as it's happening? And how do you discover the trend? Yeah, so sometimes we'll plan it out. So like rappers will release their album release dates sometimes on Hip Hop DX or other sites. Uh, sometimes we'll know um, the Super Bowl who's playing and we'll have a design ready for both teams in case. Uh, similar with the World Series and NBA Finals. Uh, sometimes oh, like who wins? Like who's going to win? Yeah, whoever wins will do a uh, sick design for. Um, if we see an athlete or a rapper coming up hard, like um, Roddy Rich came up this year, we'll DM them as early as possible. We're always in the loop in, in the hip-hop and sports world. Gotcha. So you're seeing who's, who's getting more popular, who's gaining popularity, and you reach out to them, slide into the DMs and say, hey, we, have, we created this for you and want to support your brand. And, you're, and your goal is to get them to wear the jersey and promote mm-hmm. the jersey for you? Yeah. So I'll literally make them a cost. I'll ask them if I can make them a custom jersey. I'll send it to them. And then if they like it, I'll um, try to go further from there and work out a deal where they sell it on their site, we sell it on ours or something like that. Okay, great. And then now, what is the overall experience from starting that business? Let's share, Let's get some tips to young entrepreneurs who are at a place where they're saying, hey, I want to grow my business and I want to take my business to the next level. What strategies or techniques do you have for them? Highly recommend either learning Facebook ads or finding someone that's really good at Facebook ads because that will cover Facebook and Instagram for you. And then I would hire a Google ads agency because our Google ads are consistent three to five return on ad spend every month. And we don't even do much work there. So if you're not running Google, Facebook, Instagram, I would definitely tackle that first. And then I would focus on micro and nano influencers. So sending your product out to people with small followings, uh, people under 10,000 followers will usually um, post it for free because they're just starting out are super cheap. So I would start there if you're on a low budget and then just learn as much as you can early on. The more you learn, the better. So I would go on YouTube, get some courses, get a mentor, do what you got to do. So you're saying, number one, get someone who's good at Facebook ads. And now is Facebook ads a skill set or is it more than, is it more than just going on Facebook and going to the ads manager and pressing, pressing the buttons to, to deploy an ad or is it more than that? Um, so it depends. It's definitely hard to learn on your own because you're going to have to use money to learn. Um, so I would watch as many videos as you can before you just randomly start messing around with it, but definitely at least know the basics. If you're going to hire someone so you can review their work, you don't want to completely not know anything about it, but I would start off on your own if you have the money and just learn from there. Um, but definitely if you're in e-commerce, like it is pretty tricky. So you got to stay up to date. Okay, gotcha. And then number two is is become essentially get a media buyer for Google Ads and work with work in buying media for Google Ads because you're experiencing a three to five return on every dollar you every dollar that you're spending on ad spend, correct? Yeah, almost everyone I know has consistent uh, results with Google because Facebook is so volatile. I'm sure you know some months you're profiting crazy, some months you're not even profiting at all. So 
Google is just steady because uh, it's really targeted. People are searching for what you're selling. So it's always really targeted. Okay, great. And then you shared, but go on YouTube, get a mentor, and really go out and learn before you start spending the money. Okay, great. So, so now they got that. Now let's talk about the progression conference, man. I'm so excited to have you be a part of this, man. <laughs> You're probably going to be, you know, for a while, man, I was saying that, hey, I'm the youngest person to add my own events, right? I'm hosting yeah. these events. I'm 24. I'm 23. I'm hosting, I'm hosting these events. And I'm bringing some pretty wealthy people on stage, but I'm typically the youngest person. Now, yeah. you, you're going to come to the Progression Conference and you're going to break that trend for me where you're going <laughs> to be the youngest man. What, what are you, 23 or 22 now? Just turned 23, yeah. Hey, man, so congratulations on all the success at a young age. I know it's phenomenal. So share with me what you're going to be bringing to, um, to us at the Progression Conference. Yeah, man, I'm excited because uh, I'm really starting to get my speaking career going. I think I've come a long way. I remember my first speech, I was freaking out, extremely nervous, but now I'm getting comfortable. So um, I try to keep my talks really applicable, like where you can implement the stuff right away. Um, there's people that discuss mindset and stuff that do a way better job than me. So I like to keep my, my talks tactical. So I'll be pro providing websites you could use immediately, uh, some applications and yeah, just people you could follow that I follow and everything that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Oh, sweet, sweet. And then when, when are you going to be sharing the Jersey Champ story? Yeah, I can run through that briefly, pretty much go through what I went through. It was a crazy ride. So every entrepreneur, I feel, has like a crazy come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what shall we expect from you this year? I mean, 2020 is a big year, man. What should we expect from you this year? Oh man, finally getting out of Jersey, hopefully going to LA or maybe I've been waiting else. for you, man. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've been waiting for you, man, to pull up in, pull up in LA and, uh, and for us to go out and do something, man. Yeah, we got to make that happen next time I'm out there. Um, but yeah, just growing my personal brand has been a big focus and growing. Um, I'm trying to start like a big entrepreneurial community like you have. I, I really feel passionate about helping others out. So that's my goal this year. And why is that important for you to help other people? Uh, I just feel so fulfilled. Like it's like my first six events. I don't know if I told you, but I actually lost money, but I didn't really care because I was well, putting you, on. You have six events. So I have a monthly event. Yeah. Like a free networking event. Okay. Uh, they're always free, but I ended up losing money on all six of them because I was just so passionate about helping other people. But uh, two days ago, we finally had our first profitable one. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel a good sense of fulfillment. I really like connecting people together. And uh, what Dan Fleischman has with those elevator nights, I really want to do on the East Coast. What did, what did you do different from event number one and uh, one through five? What did you do? I'm um, one through six. What did you do different on this one that you had two days ago on the seventh one? Yeah. So the biggest thing was um, the venues that I was paying earlier were too expensive. Not too expensive, but they were like a thousand bucks and my tickets are free. So it was just hard to make money because tickets are free but we got the um venue two days ago for like 300 bucks so that's the biggest um cost for us and we saved a ton of money so we ended up being profitable because the vip tickets are 100 bucks and we had like 12 vips gotcha gotcha man that's powerful that's powerful man you're continually progressing on a regular basis man what does it mean to you for progression let's talk about the business aspect and let's talk about getting in deep personal what would be your progression this year and your business and then your progression this year in your personal life? Yeah, so for business, um, as long as our profits keep going up, the revenue is important too, but I want to profit more than the year before. Um, hopefully the revenue goes up too. 
Uh, hopefully we could get some more big names, big name collabs, like a big rapper this year and a big athlete would be great. Uh, we want to get licensing for NBA, hopefully soon. And we want to get into esports pretty heavily. So we're going to be partnering with some Twitch streamers for Jersey deals and uh, esports clans. And then in my personal life, just want to find that balance. I've been doing well this year. I usually don't work weekends. Um, and I'm really happy about that because I used to work like 15 hours a day, seven days a week. But yeah, it's been crazy. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so in your personal life, you wanna you wanna add that that boundary of not having to work on the weekends or not working on the weekends, and uh, keep keeping that keeping that boundary true. Yeah, it's just more family time, more time with my dog, people I care about. I love eating out, so I like to eat out on the weekends too. Man, and, and your dog's a celebrity too, ain't it? Uh he's coming up. He's coming up. We'll <laughs> see. Milo, right? Is Milo? Yeah, Milo. Milo. Okay, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I had a dog, and her name was Lido. Huh. I had a German, German Shepherd when I was 20, 21. Um, I thought I was a little boss, man, because I, I would put it in, I would put the German Shepherd in a bag. And mm. this is when I was, I was just, I was just 19, 20, 21. So around this time, I was just, I had all, I owned all these cell phone stores. So I would go pick up money from the safe. And I would yeah. have my, my dog with me and uh, in the bag, and we would just put, pick up money from the safe. <laughs> I'll be in the basement like Gucci man with the money counter. Wow. In the money. Oh man, good old days with the with my dog Lido. Wow. So so great. And then let's talk about one one more thing. One more thing, man. Let's talk about the challenges on the come up. You know, uh -huh. it, hearing hearing your story, it kind of sounds like hey, it's one of those, you know, lucky, lucky, lucky rich kid stories. But I know, based on the conversation that we've had, I know that's not true. Let's talk about the challenges that you've experienced and encountered in becoming a success. Yeah, it's been, it's been a different challenge like every month. But when I was first starting out, um, the main challenge was just doubt and everyone like really not supporting me um, because I was a college student and I wanted to drop out to pursue this full time. So that's like very risky, of course, because you're giving yeah. up your, your college degree to go do something that might not work out. Um, so for me, yeah, mentally back then it was really tough financially. I didn't have much money either, but that ended up being a blessing in disguise because I wasn't making all these big mistakes. Um, and yeah, just getting that first celebrity was a massive challenge because that's very hard to do to get a first, that first celebrity to collab with your brand. A lot of people really struggle with that, but I always tell them once you get that one guy, like you can leverage that name to get any other name. So right, right. Just getting that one guy, which for us was Logic, the rapper Logic. And then once we got him, we were able to get two chains, YBN Namir, Young MA, and a bunch of other rappers because we got him. So just get that first one. Grind really hard until you get that first big name and go from there. I love that. I love that. So you went through that challenge of, of hey, whose influencer I'm going to get through. And your mindset was just get the first one, get the first one, get the first one. And it'd be like a domino effect trickling on after. Yep. Because if your product's truly unique, once you get that first one, they're going to love it. You're going to make them money. They're going to make you money. And you can leverage that to get everyone else. Man, Sean, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for being on the Progression Show on this podcast. As you and I both are progressing, we're giving our knowledge to the world. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Andy. I'll see you in May. See you in May.